ladies and gentlemen, we're just moments away. That's the biggest night in the history of this great organization. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Hey, yo. Smart marks. What's a smart mark? A mark with a high IQ. Back in town, and we ain't in town to mess around. To be the man, you gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, woo, right here, I'm the man. That's hard time. Yeah. And what they're gonna do when Hulkamania in the largest part of the world runs wild on you? Rest in peace. You just made the list! It's heating up here! There's a slop drop! I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. If you're the man, what the rock is cooking! Welcome back to the Slop Drop, everybody. This is Nathan Rogers at Woo Pig Sumo on Twitter. And joining us, as always, the co-host, the voice of the Twin Lakes Sports Network, the one and only Loose Cannon, David McBee. Tonight, we are in Harrison, Arkansas, for what's going to be an epic event as Mid-States Wrestling is back. We're going to be covering it all night long with the Slop Drop and the Twin Lakes Sports Network. If you hear some background noise, some music, some hustle, some bustle, we're at one of the greatest indie shows in the Midwest. Proud to be a part of it. Let's get this show kicked off. Let's talk about the season premiere of Monday Night Raw. New opening music, new video, new set, new pyro, new commentators. Raw opens up with Rey Mysterio talking about his Universal Championship match against Seth Rollins and dedicating it to his son, Dominic Mysterio III. And Brock Lesnar interrupts, destroys both, and sends Dominic out on the stretcher. Hey, I. it was a pretty good uh, open for the... Uh, when I saw Seth Rollins come out, I'm like, oh, here we go again. Same old Seth. But uh, having Brock come out, I thought it was a hot open for Monday night. Sasha Banks defeats Alexa Bliss. Raw Tag Team Championship Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler over Heavy Machinery. Miz TV then features Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. Flair and Hogan tease fighting each other. Miz announced they're going to be coaches of teams in a five-on-five match at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia October 31st. Hogan, now now, Hogan announced that Seth Rollins would be his team captain. Flair announced Randy Orton would be his. Rollins and Orton tease a fight, but King Corbin comes out, attacks Rollins until Rusev, the newly U.S. citizen Rusev, makes the save. And uh, backstage they asked Rusev about Lena, who refused to answer and said he challenged Seth Rollins for the Universal title later on in the show. Hey, anytime you have Nate and the Hulkster in a segment, that's pretty cool, but... I got to admit, I was a little disappointed. Flair, I don't know if he was maybe enjoying some of the uh, bubbly beforehand. Uh, He kind of was off of his game just a little bit, but the Hulkster picked it up. Uh, To me, I think I saw a picture that summed it up the other night. It was on Facebook, and it showed Team Impact. It was uh, Impact from like 2011, Team Flair versus Team Hogan. I'm like, oh, my God, they're creating the same thing again. Just another recycled gimmick match. 
Uh, Viking Raiders over the OC after Ivar pins Luke Gallows from a top rope splash. Backstage, Cesaro talks smack about Rey Mysterio until Ricochet steps up, challenges him on Mysterio's behalf. Ricochet defeated Ms. Uh, Cesaro, the springboard Dragon Rana. We get a quick Firefly Funhouse where Bray Wyatt talked about fear. U.S. Championship match, AJ Styles defeated Cedric Alexander. Uh, Lacey Evans defeated Natalia. Maria Canales confirms that Rusev is not the father of the baby. Sasha grabs the mic and cuts a promo on Becky Lynch. And then a mysterious white limousine pulls up to the arena. Uh, that should have been a white Hummer, man. But when the white limousine came in, I thought we went back to the late 90s, early 2000s, because it seemed like every episode there was a white limo or black limo pulling up. Uh, to me, going back real quick on the Viking Raiders and OC, I mean, the OC was getting, they got good new music. They are looking sharp in the ring, and they have them basically jobbing out each week. To me, inconsistent booking with that group. Um, also, I felt, too, like they was just cr trying to cram in so much. Even with your reading right there, I'm running out of breath just trying to keep <laughs> up with it. We're trying to rush through this because we got a lot to get to. Uh Universal Championship match Seth Rollins uh, versus Rusev ended when Bobby Lashley interrupted. Lena joins Lashley, and the two just start viciously making out, tongue in it, all over each other. Rusev just standing there in shock while the Fiend attacks Seth Rollins with a mandible claw to end the show. Overall, Dave, what did you think of Raw season premiere? I thought it was an improvement still. Not as explosive as I thought it would be, and it seems to like some of the crazy storylines. Apparently now there's going to be this, uh, you know, Lana cheating on Rusev thing. To me, that's always really strange. Um, to me, I, I, it was above average if I was to rate it. Yeah, what do you think of the commentators? Vic Joseph, Dio Madden, and Jerry the King Lawler. I really liked having Jerry the King Lawler back in on it. Um, I will say the other ones started off, they were kind of struggling, especially through that those first two matches. I thought after the uh, Flair segment, they were really starting to hit the groove. Wednesday Night Wars NXT on USA. NXT Championship match. Adam Cole, baby, defeated Matt Riddle. Uh, first match of the night after hitting the last shot. I thought it was a hot start. I absolutely love Adam Cole right now. He is He's on fire, and you know I'm, I'm still happy where NXT's going. I know everyone's going to be comparing NXT to AEW in the ratings. To me, NXT just stay on the path they're on. I really like this, uh, this group right now with Cole and all his buddies. After the match, Finn Balor hits the ring and said he is NXT. Finn XT. What do you think about NXT, or, uh, Finn Balor and NXT? Well, when Finn was in NXT before, he was hot. I think this is a chance maybe to get some of that momentum back for Finn because he has just been absolutely booked incorrectly on the main rosters. Velveteen. And I think we got to stop saying this. I, I, I got to catch myself right there. It's not freaking main roster. All three of them are main rosters. Uh, Velveteen Dream cuts a promo on Roddy Strong. NXT then announced that next week, Leo Rush will be back and challenging Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight title. From what I understand, they're calling it the NXT Cruiserweight title. Well, we've talked about the uh, Cruiserweights, you know, them really needing to focus on trying to do something with the Cruiserweights. Uh, hopefully, this will be something they can do to get some momentum going. Io Shirai defeats Mia Yim after landing a moonsault. Promo hyped up uh, Tegan Knox's return. Johnny Gargano defeated Shane Thorne after hitting a super kick. NXT Women's Championship Shayna Baszler defeated Candice LeRae with a rear naked choke. 
Shayna Baszler, man, she is uh, top. Yeah, I can't really say top of the women's division, but she's up there. I think she is probably the best right now, in my opinion. Um, I really, really enjoy watching her matches, but then. You know, if you're going to compare AEW to NXT, the women's match on NXT absolutely destroyed the AEW match. It had a lot of botches on it. Baszler is legit, and I think she is. She's she's ready to be escalated even further. They got to give her the ball and let her run with it. She is great. Promo played up uh, Kushida versus Walter next week. Pete Dunn defeated Danny Burch with a bitter end. Lots go out in the match uh, after the match ends, and Damian Priest lays out Dunn. NXT Tag Team Championship match. Undisputed Air defeated the Street Profits in a high-low, or with a high-low, uh, on Montez Ford. After the match, Adam Cole came out celebrating on stage as his uh, teammates were in the ring, and Champa makes his return, comes out, and stares him down. Good to see Champa back, of course, with his injury. We didn't know how long he was going to be gone. Uh, really like Champa. Hope he's healthy and hope he's not coming back too soon. AEW Dynamite. Cody Rhodes with Brandy defeated Sammy Guevara with a small package. I understand they did a great job building up Sammy's character, making him look like a legit opponent. But you got to think, man, if it takes Cody Rhodes, one of the top stars, top talents of AEW, that long to defeat, to defeat Sammy Guevara, how's he going to face up against someone like Chris Jericho? Well, I thought the match was a hot, off to a really hot, hot start. Um, I don't know if it was just me. I was really having problems understanding JR. I don't know if they just had the volumes on the uh, announcer's mics too low during that first match, but I couldn't understand anything JR was saying over the uh, sound of the crowd. Um, Good to hear Tony Schiavone back and uh, his voice. You know, I don't know if it, like you said, maybe the mics, but it seemed like Tony's voice just projected a little bit louder than the other two. Well, you know, Shivani always liked to have his chair higher than the other announcers, so maybe he has to have his mic a little higher than the other announcers as well. But Shivani, to me, that first segment really kicked it off great. And then Cody getting the victory, there was a lot of emotion in there. I thought the match just probably a tad too long. I know they were, you know, I probably could have shaved off five minutes on that and got the same result. But overall, I think, eight, I mean, it, it looked like a big serious production company it looked like we went back in time and was watching a wcw i thought it was a great start for AEW. uh shivani gets in the ring to interview cody sammy shoves him out of the way Uh, then they go to shake hands but chris jericho appears from out of nowhere and attacks cody jericho was uh bringing the pain early i'm a huge chris jericho mark i love jericho to me though i think he he looks just a tad slow in the ring and Maybe I, I really just think he probably needs to cut about 20 pounds off. But I mean, I'm not going to be too critical of Jericho because he is the Alpha, the Omega. He is the man. He is the greatest of all time, in my opinion. Uh, so anytime you have him on there. But uh, also, it seems like you know when he went up to do his splash off the rope, uh, that rope really went down pretty far. It, it seemed to me, actually, in all the matches, that that top rope was a little bit looser for some reason. Yeah, but, that uh, could Jericho's, have been it. Jericho's weight may have had something to do with it, but it did look a little loose for some reason. Well, I think, and Jericho by no means is overweight. He looks in great shape. Shoot, he's 10 years older than me and looks way better than I've ever looked, so I can't criticize too much. But uh, you know, Jericho... I mean, he was on this show. He was featured a lot. I think they wanted to have a familiar face out there. 
MJF comes out, gets on the mic, works up the crowd. Uh, MJF, one, probably one of the greatest heels there is today. He defeats Brandon Cutler with an arm bar. As much as I like MJF, I would like to see him with a better finisher. Well, MJF, I think, is a great heel. Of course, he called us out on his uh, podcast a while back, talking about some fat boys in uh, Arkansas. I, I assume he was talking about me. Maybe not. But uh, MJF uh, getting some good heat. They show Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. You probably know them as Jay and Silent Bob in the crowd. Uh, Can we just skip that segment? That was stupid. It was stupid. They talk about Chris Jericho being in the movie. I get what they're doing. They want star power. But, you know, over on NXT, you've got the Outsiders, Hall of Nash in the crowd. And uh, here you got Jay and Silent Bob, which, again, I kind of understand what they're doing and uh, why they're doing that. But, again, I, I, I agree with you. We'll just skip over that. Uh, Pack defeats Hangman Page. Pack kicks uh, Page in the balls and then hits a black arrow into a uh, brutalizer. Earl Hebner stops the match. One of the best matches on this card was Pack and Hangman Page. I thought it was off to a, a good start with that match. I think uh, even a little color at the end of it, that's something you don't see on the WWE. Uh, but Pack showing that he can definitely bring it. Dr. Britt Baker comes out and joins commentary for the women's title match, which... Speaking of the women's title match, Riho versus Nyla Rose. Uh, Rio defeats Nyla Rose to become the first AEW World's cha- Women's Champion. I'm sorry, but this is the worst match of the night. This is the worst match of uh, all four shows we're covering tonight. Yeah, it was a botch fest. Uh, the ladies, they were working hard. Just It just wasn't there. I, I was thinking while we were watching that match, I know some independent girls that could put on a lot better match than what we saw there. Um you know, I mean, even like tonight, we got Miranda Gordy, who's, I think she's only wrestled 10, 15 matches, and I think she could she could have well outperformed those ladies. Of course, there was a lot of pressure being, it was a big event. To me, why not have like an awesome Kong or someone like that? I kept expecting Kong to come yeah. out and maybe to interfere. Instead, you get a, a 80, 90 pound Riho. And uh, it was just unbelievable. Her getting the victory was just unbelievable. There was no pop from the crowd. Uh, Michael Nakazawa then came out to interview Riho in Japanese, but Nala attacked them until Kenny Omega makes the save. Uh, again, uh, well, once we finish the show, I'll go back and just kind of pick it apart a little bit. Not not being too critical, but there's some stuff here that, that we'll talk about. Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz defeated Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. John Moxley comes out, attacks Omega, pulling him out of the match. They continue to brawl. Uh, Jericho then pins Matt Jackson with the uh, Judas effect. After the main event, Cody Rhodes ran in and attacked Jericho. Then Sammy Guevara runs out, attacks Cody. Dustin Rhodes comes out and makes the save. But Jake Hager, a.k.a. Jack Swagger, makes his debut, uh, comes out, helps the Hills. They all stand together to end the show. Okay, let's go back real quick. NXT versus AEW. What are your thoughts? Who do you think won? I know ratings, we know who won. AEW smoked NXT in ratings. Overall, what do you think? I think uh, NXT probably had the better production and in-ring performance, in my opinion. But AEW, with the crowd and the build-up, I think they were under a lot of pressure and some of the guys were feeling the pressure. 
The storytelling of the matches of NXT, I thought, were just so much better than AEW this week. But I think AEW showed that they are legit. They're coming to play. To me, I think they just threw way too much stuff, especially that last match. It's like they were trying to get everything in. I want to see Omega, man. Put Omega in a 10, 15-minute match. Build him up here more in America. I really hated him getting taken out so early in the uh, match with, you know, Moxley. Uh, but, I mean, overall, I'm happy with both of them. Wednesday nights are fun. Uh, to me, though, I'd say round one overall. If I was rated overall, I'd say round one goes to AEW. Yeah, but I agree. I thought NXT overall had the best in-ring, the best re- actual wrestling matches. Uh, however, AEW had that, that big feel, that nitro feel, the, the big crowd, the camera zooming over the crowd, uh, fans holding signs up. It was just a better overall well TV produced, I thought. But as far as wrestling, I give it to NXT. And, of course, ratings by far went to AEW. Again, a few things, just to kind of be nitpicky. Uh, like you said, they should have had Kenny Omega doing his own thing. And uh, they crammed way too much stuff into that last match. They could have totally redone that. And um, I'm a fan of Jack Swagger or Jack, Jake Hager. But uh, I don't know if he's quite the name you want to put butts in seats right now. Yeah, I don't know if he had the shock factor as maybe having just Moxley run into the ring at the end to get that that crowd. I know he I, – I mean, I just don't know if uh, – of course, the crowd, I will say – hey, let me go back on this. The crowd did say, we the people afterwards, so they knew what to say. So, overall, I mean, I, I think AEW wins the night. They're up one to nothing in the ratings. But NXT, I just hope NXT – doesn't panic and start saying we need to change things up because we don't want to lose to AEW because what they're doing is great hey last night smackdown premiere on fox over four million viewers for this new set new theme michael cole Corey graves on commentary loving the two-man booth as opposed to the three-man booth uh steph and vince come out welcome everybody to the show then the rock and becky lynch comes out have a segment with baron corbin Becky and Charlotte over uh, Sasha and Bailey. Hogan and Flair shown in the crowd. Uh, just to skip to the KO defeat Shane in a career match. We see Tyson Fury. We see Kane Velasquez make his debut. Huge debut for Fox. Yeah, big debut for Fox. Uh, it just had that big fight feel. Hopefully the fans will stay there. Uh, I thought it was a great start. A lot of star power. They brought out the big dogs. For uh, this big show. And to me, this was the beginning of the Eric Bischoff era in WWE with SmackDown. A lot of people upset this morning that Brock Lesnar defeated Kofi Kingston in about 10 seconds for the uh, WWE world title. I have no problems with this. I have no problems with it. I love seeing Brock win. We knew Brock was going to win. He's the big name. He's the one that everyone knows in the show. Uh, Brock Lesnar deserved that belt. Kofi Mania is over. It's dead. Long live Brock Lesnar. We all want our wrestling to be more realistic, more sports-themed. They delivered this last night. We all know fast knockouts can happen within seconds in the UFC. If it can happen in real life, why can't we expect it in wrestling? To me, it was great. And it's not like Brock Lesnar's not done this before. He jobbed out to Goldberg two years ago in 80 seconds and didn't get a single offensive move in. I, I think, I mean, I, I, I love Kofi Mania. It was a great story at WrestleMania. It was time for it to end. It should have ended three months ago. But WWE, they didn't just end it. They squashed 
Kofi Mania. Hey, Kofi, he had his run. He got the belt. But we need some big-time matches. And they're going to want the belt on someone big, especially there's a lot on the line now with SmackDown going to Fox. Uh, also next week, starting up NWA's new show, 605 on YouTube, on Facebook. Uh, a couple other things. Jeff Hardy arrested again for a DWI. CM Punk possibly joining Fox for the new WWE show. Uh, and speaking of shows, let's talk about why we are here right now at this indie event, Mid-States Wrestling. Well, this is going to be an epic night here in Harrison, Arkansas. Mid-States Wrestling, of course, the hardest working man in professional wrestling. I know sometimes I say the hardest man in professional wrestling, but the hardest working man in professional space in professional wrestling. I can't even talk because I'm so excited. Uh, space Cowboy Jason Jones put on a big event. This is a family-friendly event over here in Harrison, Arkansas. Big crowd. This is going to be another sold-out event. The people are out there ready. It's going to be a great night. You got Mr. Saturday Night Michael Berry. You got our former guest Miranda Gordy. You got our former guest Niles Planquet, who Niles Planquet is looking good. He's looking WWE ready. Someone needs to sign that boy right away. Uh, then you got the, the MSW heavyweight champion too. Got the outlaw Bennett James, the aerial uh, American Allen Jefferson, Jimmy Fiasco, Johnny Lightning, and like you said, the space cowboy, Jason Jones, and the last great hope for professional wrestling, banned in 49 states, most recently Tennessee, Joey Corman. Well, Joey Corman, of course, he is banned in 49 states. Uh, From what I hear, there's a... uh, there's a meeting going about him trying to make it 50 for 50. He might be having to go to Mexico and wrestle as a luchador. Uh, Corman, he's, he's been banned more times than Sabu. Well, man, I think that about wraps it up. We got some stuff to do here at this indie show. Uh, I know we're, we're a little bit late this week, but we wanted to wrap, try and knock everything out all at once. Uh, next week, who knows what we're going to do. We may just do a... Uh, something on the Wednesday Night Wars. We're going to have to leave SmackDown out until the following week. We'll figure it out. We're going to keep coming at you. Again, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find a podcast. You can find the Slop Drop. Uh, Sumo, catch your breath. That was the fastest. You can say that's the fastest 30 minutes in professional wrestling. And it's the greatest night in the history of this great sport. Shivani is back. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll catch you later. Shivani! Goodbye and good night. One, two, three.